This episode of the Expat Cast is brought to you by Lingoda. They're a fully online language school that offers classes in English, business English, French, Spanish, and very importantly, German. I started using Lingoda almost exactly a year ago when I wanted to start learning French. I really liked both the quality and the format of the learning. The class sizes were small, so me and maximal four other students, and all of the teachers were native speakers. And with the format, you can just sign on for whatever level you're at at whatever time you have available. Lingoda is actually most famous for their sprints. With the sprint, you challenge yourself to take 15 classes a month for two months. If you do that, you can get 50% of your cash back. Or you can sign up for the super sprint and challenge yourself to do 30 classes a month for two months to be able to get 100% of your cash back. With the start of the new year, there's really no better time to commit to your language goals. So you can go ahead and sign up by February 1st and your classes will start February 11th. And if you need a little push over the edge to get yourself motivated, if you sign up with the code expatcast2022, you can save 20 euros or $25 on your deposit. Click the link in the show notes to sign up. Welcome to the Expat Cast. This is the podcast where expats share their stories about fitting in, standing out, and every mishap on the journey to finding home abroad. I'm your host, Nicole. Pretty pumped to be bringing you guys another Travel Germany episode, and this time we are traveling off to a city that I've mentioned on the show before. In fact, it came up in the context of that, yeah, it's a place I'm not so fond of, but that that's exactly why doing this kind of Travel Germany episode is so fun for me. Not only do I discover places I've never heard of before or never considered going to before, it also makes me reconsider places that I maybe didn't look into so much, like Stuttgart. Back when we did Travel Germany about Stuttgart, I've lived near Stuttgart for years and never really went just because, uh, yeah, I don't know, it wasn't calling me, I didn't know what I would do when I was there. And then the Travel Germany episode made me reconsider. And today's episode is a bit like that. We're headed off to Karlsruhe and I explain at the top of the episode why I'm a little less keen on that city. And yeah, we'll see if our wonderful guest can win me over and convince me that it's a great place to come visit. Spoiler, of course, of course she did. Of course, now I want to (laughs) go. And I hope you guys will want to as well. So enjoy the episode. My name is Cynthia, and I was born in India and moved to the U.S. actually when I was 12 and moved to Germany this year in June, so about six months ago, moved to Karlsruhe to be exact. It's a fresh move, and this also means because we're recording, what, November 2021, so you moved, I don't know, I guess we're calling all of it mid-pandemic who knows how how far along we are in this <laughs> pandemic life, but you moved at least during the pandemic. So that's exciting, I guess, is one word. <laughs> uh, yes, I guess we were so bored of the pandemic in the US. We were like, we'll just try the pandemic in Germany. Maybe. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you, yeah, like, why, what, why Germany? Why Karlsruhe? Beyond just, yeah, if you're going to have to live in a pandemic, might as well mix it up and do it in a different country. <laughs> um, 
Well, uh, my husband and I have actually wanted to go out of country for a very long time, uh, probably since we've known each other. But my husband was also in, working for a German company at the time. And so like, uh, I guess we made the decision last year, um, but then it didn't quite work out with his employee. So we were like, well, maybe we can just try on our own. My husband and I are both in IT. So when I looked up all the information about applying for jobs here, I found out that you could actually get a blue card. They're actually looking for a lot of IT folks here in Germany. My husband also loves uh, Rammstein and he took Germany <laughs> in high school or German in high school and in college. So felt like it was kind of meant to be too a little. Uh, but yeah, he just applied and interviewed and got the job that he has now. And that's in Karlsruhe? Yeah, it's in Karlsruhe. Okay, cool. I think I do just want to put this on the table right now, which is my personal feelings about Karlsruhe. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has come up on the show before, and it also is something that came up when you and I were preparing this episode. I have some kind of personal grudge against Karlsruhe, which is like, I don't know, maybe 70 to 80% based on the specific way that it entered my life. So basically, my first year in Germany, I, I moved to Freiburg and I did a Bundesfreiwilligendienst, which is kind of like an FSJ, which is basically like a year-long program, federally sponsored social year, where you do something to give back to the community. But a lot of younger people will choose to do this as like a transition year between school and whatever comes next. And yeah, it's open to foreigners. And, and that's what I ended up doing as my transfer year to getting over to Germany. But I was 25. I had worked before. I had just come off getting my master's. And I had no idea that doing this program meant you had to go to seminars, which were a week long, five times throughout that one year. And it was just me like living in a dorm room, hanging out with a bunch of 18 year olds who, to be fair, were super nice and really cool, really welcoming. But this was all in German and my German was crap at the time. And I, yeah, I was not prepared for this to happen. I didn't know it was like that it was happening until I was in it, basically. And I never knew what was happening in the seminars because, again, my German sucked. And so I, I was like, what is this? Why am I here? Why am I eating this crap dorm food? And those seminars were in Karlsruhe. So I think collectively it was like four or five weeks of my life that I've spent there and I was not a huge fan of the seminars. <laughs> Did you have to go from Freiburg to Karlsruhe? Yeah. So I was in, I was living in Freiburg trying to like build my life up here and then I would have to pack my bag and, and live in this dorm up in Karlsruhe for a week. That being said, a lot of my time at the seminar was spent doing like day trips and little like field trips essentially in and around the area. And a, a lot of the stuff we did was actually really, really cool. So that is a very long personal preamble to this whole episode, <laughs> just because I want to say like, I'm, I'm coming into this not being like, oh my God, Karlsruhe, my favorite place in the world. <laughs> but I do know it has some cool stuff. And I'm really curious to hear more about it from you to see if maybe any of the things that I actually really liked about there would overlap. And um, yeah, we'll see if you can win me over. <laughs> I, compared to Freiburg, I don't know if I'll win you over, but I will try. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I also did want to just say it and emphasize that it's like 70 to 80% my old personal history. <laughs> so I think it's probably a great place to live. Yeah. So was your first time coming when you moved? Yeah, we had not been to Europe or Germany in general. Um, and we had not heard of Karlsruhe 
My husband was just looking for jobs anywhere, really. And one of his offers were either in Berlin or Munich, I think. Uh, I did, it didn't quite work out, but um, this one did. And I was researching and then on Wikipedia or somewhere, I saw that it was one of the sunniest city in Germany. I was like, oh, yeah, sign me up. Like, <laughs> we're from North Carolina, so sunshine would be great. And yeah, what was your first impression? What did you think when you guys first got here? Was it love at first sight or more of a slow burn? We live in Mühlberg, the west side of the city, I would say. This area is kind of known for the oldness of the city. Uh, The building that we're living in currently was built in 1905. I mean, the buildings are beautiful. They're old and there's so much character and I was, yeah, I was in love <laughs> and because um, it was summer. So in June, it was like the sun was shining and the buildings were tall and beautiful and colorful and the trees. It was just really nice. Like it felt like just walking into this new world, kind of very welcoming place. Even now, like I pinch myself, like, are we really here in Germany? It's really nice. <laughs> so let's say that I've never heard of Karlsruhe. What are three things that you think someone should know? right off the bat. Uh, the nickname for Karlsruhe is it's called the fan city of how it was, how it's laid out just from the center of the palace and it just kind of the streets arch out like a fan. Apparently Thomas Jefferson actually visited and kind of got the idea or the inspiration from Karlsruhe to make DC. I also learned that uh, the inventor of the bicycle, that's Carl Dries, and then Carl Benz also were born in Karlsruhe. Uh, third would be, I would say, weather. Just It's supposed to be one of the sunniest cities. That is very important information, especially <laughs> we're recording this, what, end of November, early December. I feel like daylight is such a prized possession these days. Yeah, <laughs> well, not in the winter. I wouldn't say that because I think we have like upcoming 10 days of rain and no sun, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they say this about Freiburg, too, that it's one of the sunniest places. And I'm always reminded that this is a very relative term because I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. it's still very gray and rainy for like a month. But yeah, I guess other yeah. places are worse. <laughs> Compared to the rest of Germany, I guess southwestern Germany is sunnier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and um, I guess geographically, if someone hasn't looked at it on a map, we are both in the same state. So we are both in Baden-Württemberg. Freiburg is like one of the last cities that you hit going south. Yeah, a lot of people come from the Frankfurt airport. And if you just kind of go straight down on a southern line, um, you'll enter into Baden-Württemberg and then you hit Karlsruhe. Well, it's close to like Mannheim, Heidelberg. Yeah, Stuttgart, I guess, is a big city to mention. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool location, though, because it's really close to France. Um, it's really close to Rhineland Fault, also the next state over to the west of us. You can go to a lot of different locations from here, which is neat. Yeah, which brings us to, let's say that I have a weekend in Karlsruhe. We'll get to places that you can go in day trip distance in a minute, but let's start off first in the city itself. So what are some of the things that you've enjoyed doing since you're getting here, what are the things that you would recommend um, to do, to eat, to see, to drink? We found a really cool ice cream place near our house, which was so fun in the summer. It's coming from the States, right? Like is $5 for a cup or a cone of ice cream. It was like one euro or one euro 10 cents. And yeah, we would just go there and they have vegan options, non-vegan, like just regular ice cream. And everything was so delicious. My kids were in school at the time, like every Friday or every day, even we could just 
go to the ice cream shop and get something to eat and come home. And that was really fun. Another place that we love to go recently and have found recently is Alb River. It's kind of south south of the city. It's a huge park. Like there's two playgrounds in the area. There's like a restaurant, Cooler Krug restaurant bar and then playground like right next to it. So and all along the park and the restaurant, there's like the Alb River flowing through lots of green space. Lots of bike paths, lots of, you know, walking. Um, It's a huge park. You could really spend a whole weekend there if you wanted to and just explore every nook and cranny. And it's so fun. Um, There's these, I don't know what they're called, but they look like muskrats. And they're really cute. And they also live there in the pond at the park. And it's really cute for the kids to watch them play in the pond. Sounds really idyllic. The zoo is also beautiful, not necessarily the animals maybe, but just the park, like the actual place is beautiful with all the trees and the decorations and the uh, work that they do on the shrubs. Um, I don't know, just walking all along it was really peaceful for me with huge trees, the super tall. um, And you said you have been to the zoo? Yeah, this was one of the field trips that we went on in my <laughs> in my seminars. It's great. Yeah, and it's right across from the train station too, which is very practical. And I remember um, there was this one part where you could kind of go up. You have this really cool view of the whole city. Like you can see exactly what you were saying earlier with the sort of fan pattern of the streets, like leading up to, I guess, the center point in, in Karlsruhe is this castle. There was some kind of outlook where you could look that way and see all that. And you look the other direction and you see like the hills and the mountains that are surrounding the area. So I'm a sucker for a good view and and I loved it for that. Uh, The zoo also has like a little water path, I guess you could call it. You can go on a boat and take a little uh, pond or river tour. And then um, one other place I really loved now that you mentioned the views is the palace actually. So In the palace, there's a museum, which is fun, but then you can also actually go up a whole bunch of stairs up the tower, get to watch this really cool movie about the history of the city. It's all in German, of course, so if you don't understand it, it's honestly okay. There's a sheet of paper that explains everything uh, in English. The graphics were also really nice, just to sit in the room and like have a 3D view of the city and everything. And then you go up a couple flights of stairs, all the way to the top and then you can see the garden the garden behind the castle like basically behind the castle everything and then you can see the fan shape of the city looking forward from the castle and yeah that was really beautiful and and if the weather's good to them you can go frolic in the gardens afterwards which is also great yeah there's like Two or three play, playgrounds in there too, which is, it's huge. And um, there's a botanical gardens and there's also a train like for kids and families to uh, go through in the, uh, in the gardens. One thing that really stood out to me for my time in Karlsruhe is a museum. And I'm curious if you've heard of it or been, it's called, I just looked it up. Um, let's see, it's called the Zentrum für Kunst und Medien. So Center for Art and New Media. Yeah, the ZKM, the ZKM. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, the, exactly. yeah. The museum. Yeah, it's. We did go there because you can go on Fridays after two p.m. It's free. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, it's very artistic. I know when I visited, uh, they had a display in the main hallway, 
where um, it was like, so I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it was beds, like hospital beds, and they had laid it out to look like stairs. And then all all throughout the layout, there was like red liquid, you know, to signify blood going through it. And honestly, the written writings were all in German. So I didn't quite know what they were saying. To me, like it was significant with the COVID going on with uh, what was going on at the time with the numbers going up. It was really cool to see and just even interpret it, you know, however we want to interpret it. Lots of different cool things. They, they had electronics, I think, like some gaming stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. And it had this like crazy modern building, which I, I don't know, I never used to see in the US. And I think that's very, for me, it's quite distinct in Germany. Um, so even the building was cool to see. And then I didn't see the, the display that you're talking about because I was there, of course, yeah, like three or four years ago now. But whatever I saw made such an impression on me that I still think <laughs> about the the whole museum today. And yeah, the fact that you can get in for free is just crazy. It's it's really cool. Oh, oh, and I just remembered this one. <laughs> what is it? The, the Bundesverfassungsgericht, basically the Supreme Court. Have you been there? Oh, it's right across, right? From the from the castle. Yeah. I don't know if I've been there. This was another one of our field trips. And maybe it's just making the connection now in my head because it also has a really modern kind of building. But it's on the lands of the castle at sort of the head of the city. And yeah, it's like Germany's main court. So you read about it in the news all the time. And you can do tours, or at least our group was allowed to do a tour. I remember finding the tour really boring, but I also did not really understand what they were saying. And I don't know anything about German law, so it's maybe my own fault. But the building was really cool. Yeah, I thought it was also just interesting that it was there. Because like one thing about Germany is they sort of have this value of like spreading out the important offices. So not everything's just in one place. Though I do have the feeling that everything else is in Berlin, but whatever. Anyway, for whatever reason, the Supreme Court is Karlsruhe. So that's also kind of a cool thing. Oh, did, did you actually see like a courtroom? Yeah, we did. Um, it was nothing was in session, but we were allowed to like walk around and look at where it all happens. It was honestly like more casual than I expected. <laughs> like some of the decorations were really fancy and elaborate, but um, I don't know. I've never been in any kind of courtroom. So I, I think I've only just seen one on like crime shows on TV, but <laughs> Some of the chairs were just like a normal conference room seating, <laughs> which really surprised oh, yeah. me. Because <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, everybody knows what an American courtroom looks like, but it'll be interesting to see what a German one is like and compare it. But yeah, yeah. I'll have to look that up. That's really neat. I'm trying to think. I think those were the only field trips that we did in Karlsruhe that were within the city itself. Yeah, yeah, and I think we haven't been here long enough to learn more about the city because I think there's Oberwald, uh, where there's animals like actually there you can look at, and um, we have been to the Durlagatorm, the tower. You can kind of go up through the Bahn, or you can just drive up there or hike up there too, and you can even hike up once you get up to the turn, and that view is also wonderful because you can see the. Um, so West Karlsruhe, like near Kneeling, and they have the Rhinderwert flowing that way too. And there's the windmills. Yeah, so from the Dorlock turn, you can see the windmills and the city. So that's a really fun view also. All right. And if we expand our scope for a minute, our geography, 
Uh, we mentioned earlier there's a ton of places that you can get to really quickly from Karlsruhe. But what are some that you would recommend? I, I have a couple from my Karlsruhe days in mind as well, so I'll throw some in, but I'll let you go first. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's so many things you can go to. Um, I feel like it's kind of the center of a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, Karlsruhe is really close to Schwarzwald. So uh, within, I guess, 30-minute drive or maybe a one-hour train ride, you can get to Baden-Baden. Um I believe that's one hour train ride. Uh, and from there, you can take lots of hikes through the uh, Schwarzwald is the Black Forest, through the Black Forest. That's a huge area. That's a big thing to go to. It's really fun. And then in the winter, I think there's skiing. There's some small hills to ski on. And then there's there's a train from Karlsruhe to Paris. Uh, that's three hours, less than three hours. Oh, wow. Uh, Rhineland Falls is, uh, we've been discovering recently, is a lot of fun. It's just a lot of greenery. It's flatlands. And there, there's a lot of wine there. <laughs> so you can go uh, look at the castle ruins. We did a modern park one time. It's, it's a castle ruin. They have a restaurant on site. But um, if you go to the main city, there's uh, wine tasting. There's so much wine. And it, everything is delicious. So that's really fun. And then, of course, you can go to Stuttgart. Yeah, I feel like there's... A lot of places, if you come to Carlsruhe and stay here, there's a lot of places within one to two hours of here that you could go to. And Heidelberg, too, which is not far from here. Yeah, I actually yeah. just went to Heidelberg and I was so surprised that the route was um, the train to Karlsruhe and then um, an S-Bahn to, to Heidelberg. Which So an S-Bahn, I think it's Schnell, Schnell is what it means or actually I don't know I don't really know what an S-Bahn stands for but basically it's like a regional um like suburban rail line so you have like the regional trains connecting further apart cities and then you have the um wow I'm describing this so poorly How so is S-Bahn like intercity-ish like from uh like the regular number ones like one two or whatever they're within city but then like the S-Bahns go from like one city to an to close by city, I think. And there's regional that go from like the bigger cities and the ICEs go from even longer distances, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You explained it much better. Exactly. So like you only have S-Bonds if these cities are like really close, like commutable distance from each other. Yeah. And and Karlsruhe to to Heidelberg was an S-Bond. So that kind of blew my mind. And then of course, Mannheim is also in this kind of corner too. So all of those are just really, really well connected. And I think you could technically even live in any one of them and then commute to the other for work. So you can definitely do it on a day trip, which is really, <laughs> really cool. So our our little adventures back in the day, one was to Baden-Baden. Maybe my favorite thing that I did the whole seminar time was um, we went from Karlsruhe to Strasbourg, um, just over the border in France. I, I think it was maybe an hour and a half on the trains, maybe two hours. So it's a bit farther. But there we went to the EU parliament. Um, so the EU governmental offices are spread out between Luxembourg, Belgium, and Strasbourg in France. And yeah, you can go tour EU parliament. And it was, I keep talking about cool buildings, but this building was so cool. And the tour was so well done. They explained so much about how the EU functions and what, like, what's important to them, what's not important to them. They really concentrated on talking about how they have this value of every member, every member country, like any representative is allowed to participate in the language of their choosing, no questions asked. So 
they have an entire room and setup for trans or not translators, um, interpreters to live translate what, let's say, Angela Merkel's visiting there and, and she's talking in German. And so, um, I don't know, Macron's there is speaking in French. And so you have someone translating from German to French so that he can understand it. And then you also have someone translating whatever he says to German so that Merkel can translate it. But then imagine you have someone from Italy. So there's also at the same time, the same thing happening with interpreting for Italian and and on and on and on. And I, I don't know. I just, I thought it was the coolest, most interesting thing. Yeah. I, I like would gladly go back and do this whole tour again. I can only strongly recommend it. It's, it's not in central Strasbourg. You have to go a little bit outside, but super worth it. And Strasbourg itself is gorgeous. So. I mean, I can't believe I forgot to mention that because we we went there too, and yeah, it was beautiful. And I I didn't know about the EU building, but we haven't visited there yet. But that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah, because Strasbourg is beautiful. Um, it's a big city, and the church there is it's huge. So um, huge. I don't know. We hope to go see the Christmas market. Yeah, apparently they have a couple of different Christmas markets in Strasbourg. And they, I mean, just with the river running through and the church in the background, it's definitely beautiful. Yeah. And it's yeah. not far from here. And it's not far from Freiburg, really. Yeah. Either. Let's meet up. Let's meet up at the Christmas market. <laughs> that would be great. If there's any local festivals that you would recommend people kind of schedule their visit for, or generally if there's like a time of year that you're like, this is just the time to be here. Granite you've been here for half a year. So who knows? Maybe the dead of winter, what's coming next is really the time to be. But I, I think we can assume not. <laughs> I think your yeah. sample size between June and, and November is probably <laughs> good. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so far, the fall has been really beautiful. It, in Karlsruhe and around the area, just the leaves, is they're beautiful, yellow, golden, orange. And that's been really fun to just see and take pictures Even like that cool cooler crew area just walking around in the fall is it's so nice we did our family pictures there and like that was our first fall because in North Carolina we don't really have a fall it's just summer and then just winter yeah um, but it was really nice to see the different colors and just how slowly it turns into winter um, but this year we do have a Christmas market it's very small but um, I was happy we sort of had one. I got lucky with one of my visits and I was there dur during, what was it called? It was called something like Schloss Lichtfest or something like this. So like Castle Light Festival. And basically oh, yes. they project these lights onto the main castle in, at the head of the town. It was like they were playing music and having like a some kind of animation. So I've seen versions of this in other places where it's like a history of the city or something. And it wasn't like that. It was like a bit more of a party atmosphere where it was like pure entertainment. And it was it was really, really cool. So I think they do that every year. And I think that's probably a good. Yeah, that's true. So that happened about um, uh, August, September, October, around that time. Um, nice. we had it. Yeah, we did go see and it was fun to see all the work that they put in. I think they have it in different locations too. They have one at the Schloss and they have it in a couple other buildings they they project and each week was a different theme. Um, okay, now my selfish question, <laughs> which is if you know of any cool libraries or bookstores in the area. Because I'm I'm a bookworm, I'm a librarian by day. So whenever I'm going somewhere, I try to 
find um, any cool bookish related things in the area? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy to answer this question because there is an American library in Carlsruhe, like nice. with English books and uh, lots of English books, which is really nice. I think the other library, rest of the Carlsruhe library, library system also has some English books, but this is called the American Library of Karlsruhe and it has English books. And if you walk in, like the volunteers can totally speak English to you. So if you want to practice your English or <laughs> you just want to feel at home sometime and talk to somebody in English, that's a, you can go there and just hang out. Yeah. And now one of my favorite questions to ask people, which is, yeah, so you've gotten to explore the city so far pretty decently. There's a lot of great little nooks and crannies here and there. But to bring it back to the personals, what is your personal favorite spot to be in Karlsruhe? Um, I love the water. So it's, <laughs> I'm really happy that there's the Alp and the Rhine River nearby. Uh, the area that I was talking about with the windmills, um, near Knielingen, kind of the Rhine River. So there's really two spots. One one area is very industrial. You can see the barge boats kind of coming in. There's coal there that you can see. Um, and then you can just chill. There's benches there. You can see the water flowing and things going on in the background. And you can go up the connection between like one side of the road to the other side. So uh, you can actually go up the stairs and you're in kind of a bridge, like an enclosed bridge. And you can see out the river flow kind of, which is really neat. Um, and it's really quiet there. There's really not a lot of people. So it's just nice to just sit and relax and enjoy the water and the view. So there's a bridge that uh, goes from Karlsruhe to the Rhineland Falls area and the bridge over the Rhine River. And around that area, um, like the S-Bahn takes you there. And you can also just chill or walk along the river and you can see the bridge kind of in the background. And wildflowers in the summer and that was that's a really nice area too just and there's benches laid out so you can just sit and eat picnic I think because there might be some grass area that you can just hang out at which is really nice and final question if someone's not convinced yet what is your <laughs> final elevator pitch for people to come and visit your new home of Karlsruhe if I can't convince you that's okay um, <laughs> But I think you should look at Karlsruhe and not dismiss it out of hand. Um, it's a really nice city, and especially for family. It's We've gotten to meet a great group of expats here, and people are pretty friendly in a German way. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a nice, calm city to raise a family, I would say. Wonderful. I... I'm so glad we've done this because it reminds me of places like Stuttgart, like Mannheim, where people might not necessarily have the easiest time warming up to the city or they might not think of it right off the bat as like a destination. But people who live there love it because there's just so many nice things to do. And, and maybe it's just a question of giving it the time and, and knowing a couple good tips. So I, I've taken a pause from Karlsruhe for the past like two years, but maybe I'll Maybe I'll give it another go sometime soon. <laughs> You'll have to come visit us then. Yeah, exactly. I want that ice cream. <laughs> but we're going to round the corner and head to home with the ending segment, which is called Zack, Zack, Zack. It's a rapid fire question round where I ask you three questions that you answer without thinking it, overthinking it. Just go with your gut. Are you okay. ready? Go ahead. All right. If you are 
going on like an imaginary trip. It's a week long and you have the choice between it's a week long hiking trip, a week long biking trip, or a week long spa trip. Which do you choose? The hiking trip would be a lot of fun, especially if you go near the Alps or Switzerland. That'd be really nice. What is your most played band or music as of late? I recently found the Piano Guys on YouTube, um, and their Christmas music is a lot of fun. Finally, um, (laughs) what is your German grocery store of choice? Huh. (laughs) Um, So I love going to the markets, but unfortunately, they're only open in the mornings. I mean, they're also open on Saturdays, but it's super crowded. And I've actually found a online delivery service that delivers to my home. So I would say like, that's my favorite because it's, I don't know, other than the markets, uh, Purdy's is hard to find that's really good in places. I think Lidl has a good uh, Purdy's section, but most of the stuff I've gotten delivered has really been nice and you I mean I can kind of search what I want or they can give me selections so that's been really nice yeah that's awesome I'm like blown away because Germany is a little bit slow with some of the tech stuff and some of the services and apps so that's actually really cool to hear that yeah they may actually deliver your area too because I think they are um, I think Karlsruhe and Heidelberg may be one of the northmost places they deliver to what are they called? Maybe I'll look it up uh, later. Yeah, Decker's Biohoff. I think there's a couple of different services, but this one is really nice because you can delete or add or um, increase the amount that you want and just say you don't want to you don't want to deliver this week, next week, whatever. Um, cool. You can really choose anything you want, which is really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Very yeah. good tip too. Nice. One final thing that you can do for us is tell us where people can find you. Let's put your Instagram out there in case any other people, maybe any other expats in Karlsruhe or, or Karlsruhe lovers can connect with you. I mean, we've not been here very long, but we started an Instagram t- uh, teleport to D-Land. Uh, teleport, the number to D-Land. It's just I post pictures of places we go to. I don't do so much writing on there. It's mostly just picture based, but it's something fun to look at. Well, thank you so very much for doing this and uh, enlightening me about Karlsruhe. Uh, it was a blast to get to talk to you. And thank you for having me. And thank you for giving Karlsruhe a second, third chance. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to Santhia for coming onto the show and helping me leave my bias against Karlskroa in the past. You guys can follow Santhia on Instagram at transport2dland, which I've linked in the show notes. And while you're there, you can also follow me on Instagram at theexpatcast. I'm also on Twitter, also at theexpatcast. You can visit me online at theexpatcast.com. And the last thing I'd love for you to do with your phone is head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a rating or a review. This is really, really helpful for me to reach new listeners, to get this podcast out there. And it's also just really, really wonderful for me to hear what you guys like and don't like about the show. As always, I want to thank Amy Lunky Art for the logo and Sidehug for the theme music. They're on Instagram at a hug from the side. On Thursday, I'll be back in your feeds with an episode with a listener who then moved to Freiburg and became a real-life friend of mine. I'm very excited to get into her life story. Till then, have a wonderful week. Stay healthy and stay safe. Bis dann. Tschüss.